0: motorsport minute listeners we are back with another episode on today's episode we have josh wood as our guest uh josh is a fellow derby driver you have probably seen him before on team omm or if you haven't seen that him there you probably seen him standing on a berm uh working for lucky sevens promotions uh, i'd like to welcome josh and i appreciate him hopping on like i did say though i do appreciate you hopping on uh as you know, uh, you do your own, uh, podcast, sometimes getting guests. I've had a lot of them back out or a lot of them get kind of scared about, I don't know, questions and things like that. So I do appreciate it.
1: <laughs> yeah. appreciate you having me on. I know, uh, around this time of the year, you know, schedules get tight and and family time becomes more important than ever. So, uh, Absolutely. thanks for taking the time to, yeah, to talk no,
0: for sure. Family, is huge, especially <clears throat> in our sport, as you know, um, you know your team o m m lucky seven promotions, so you you know family's kind of gotta be around because that's that's busy, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I right. mean family is uh you know it's it's more than just blood as well, so we have you know we have derby uh get togethers and like uh you know all of our friends are derby derby guys as well, so we actually just had like a, we call it a a friend's miss, but it's, uh, you know, it's a Derby family. We all bring our kids and exchange gifts and stuff like that. So it's, it's a good
0: time. Sure. Well, this is, uh, kind of the same question I ask everyone. I start off with is what got you into the motorsports? Cause I see you do, you know, the figure eights and Derbying. So do a little more than just derbying. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Yes, my grand—I'm a third-generation derby driver. My grandpa—he got into it. I want to say in the in the '60s or something oh, like that. He—he uh, he actually owns a salvage yard, and uh, him—he got into it, and then his two sons, my dad and his and my uncle—they um, got into it, and they became—you know—they were into it real deep for a long time, and they were—they were back in you know the old days where there's. Every county fair had 150 plus cars and right. tons of heats and, you know, Chevy wagons and and uh, Impalas all over the place. So, uh, you know, just I never I, I was too young to watch them. I guess back in the day, there was a lot of, uh, you know, there was a lot of fights on the track and, and stuff like that. So my my dad actually and uncle and my grandpa actually got in trouble with the law a little bit. So they had to hang, up, hang it up before before i came around but uh but then my dad got into promoting you know whenever i was young young like six six or so i think he started his promotions and uh you know whenever i turned eight or nine i was i was lining up cars so sure it's just been ingrained in me ever
0: since oh wow yeah it's i like how you said that because you know when my dad talks about when he derbyed You know, it was just a simple county fair derby, but it sometimes might be like Saturday and Sunday because there were so many cars that would show up, you know, nowadays we pray for things like that.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard stories, uh, you know, there's cars that are parking in the street and people unloading cars just because, you know, the pits were, weren't big enough or weren't expecting 150 cars or something like that. So,
0: yeah. Which is so wild. Yeah so you're just uh kind of off off blizzard bash probably one of the bigger builds and one of the most competitive and mentally stressful builds how how was that i mean you guys made it to the feature but uh had a little bit of tough luck in the feature.
1: yeah i mean that the build the build is blizzard bash for the most part it's we we spend at well, we calculated it. I think it was close to 170 hours in in my build, anyways. For and those are late nights, you know, away from the wife and kids. Uh, right. I, I build my cars between 10, 10 p.m. and two two a.m. So it's uh, you know, there's a lot of late nights and a lot of a lot of empty beds for my wife. So uh, it's a lot of time away. But you know, just getting getting there and being able to perform in the heats and then uh, making the feature kind of makes it all worth it. There's a there's a lot of pressure um, to to have fun. You know, you spend all that time away from your family. Right. And for me, it's like if I spend all this time away from my family, you know, getting getting. I think I think this car is the best build that I've ever done. Sure. So just getting it and then being able to you know mess up a few cars or are <laughs> you uh just just making it to the feature and being able to help help the team i think it, it makes it all worth it
0: well i mean you guys came out swinging in your heat pretty much uh <laughs> and well, you, you have a faster to, team yeah
1: yeah, yeah. But that's what i always say is is uh <clears throat> you know it may not even be blizzard bash but it's a team format that it really separates um you know the drivers from each other and right. uh you know it it instead of instead of you know the traditional derby is whoever can last the longest now it's whoever can take the other team out the quickest. Right. So it's uh you know, people talk about uh, you know, driving abilities and I think I think a lot of people when they think about driving abilities, it's you know, oh this guy can last a long time without taking a lot of damage. But then when right. you go Look at that driving ability! It's wow. This guy can, you know, take an axle shot at at thirty mile an hour while the other car is moving. And right. to me, that that takes a lot more talent than than rubbing doors.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I even seen you guys had to change the motor in the pits, huh?
1: Oh uh, well, that was actually a transmission. That was my car, yeah. Okay, it was that was a pain, but we we got a lot of help in the pits. Thankfully, uh, we have a lot of support. So can't thank all the people that you know that walk by and you know see us pulling a motor and they want to jump in and and change the transmission with us so so we are we are definitely fortunate in that that aspect
0: right well you guys have a pretty big following i mean even when you guys are out there on the track there's pretty much a section dedicated for team omm
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah we we got i always say we have the best fans in that building uh You know, we're we're there four days a week. We run. Hopefully, you know, hopefully two times. Hopefully we don't have to run Saturday night, but um, anytime we're there, it seems like our fans, our fans are there, but but you can really see the support in, in the pits, you know, that's to me anyways, you know, that's where they show it is. Just right. being able to jump in. That's where the more valuable friendships come from. But we do have so many fans, it seems like, that are in the stands just cheering us on, having a good time. And right. And uh it, it's awesome to look up, you know, pulling onto the track and your sections going crazy. They're yep. waving a flag or something. Yep. It's it's pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah. So what's what's the team om's OM, dynamic like? I mean, you guys all from the same area. I mean, it seems like you're all pretty hard drivers for the most part.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a core OMM, um, you know, when we speak of Blizzard Bash, there's a core. So it's me, um, my brother, Jacob, we're, you know, we're best friends and, and, uh, and then we have Kurt Turpin, which is also, he's a, he's a guy from our area. We used to, you know, whenever we started, we started actually, we weren't, we didn't jump right into, to demolition Derby. Uh, a lot of our, you know, a lot of our groundwork of driving skills and, and building for that matter came from the figure eight. Sure. Um, that's where I started is, is figure eight racing. And that's kind of where we ran into Kurt. Uh, and like, whenever I say ran into him, we, we bashed heads for probably, I want to say four or five years before, you know, we were actually on speaking terms and and (laughs) could could put that stuff aside. So, so Kirk kind of got brought along, you know, he had to, he had a lot of, uh, you know, he had, he had a good initiation into OMM, I would say. He earned it. And, uh, he's just been, you know, the rock to, to me and Jacob ever since. And then, you know, at Blizzard Bash, I think we've ran there five or six times. And we've had like a kind of a rotating door, we call it for our fourth man. Um, sure. So the first year we went up there was 2016 and we had Haley Cochran on her team. And that's, that's actually, whenever we won, she was in that uh, Explorer. And then um, we had Tracy Miller on her team from, from Wisconsin
0: yep.
1: or, and, uh, and then we, then we had a couple of local guys. We had Jordan Tobin and Dakota Johnson. And then, then uh, this year we took it last year off. Um, we actually lost her spot and uh, we came back and we, me and Steven Sickles were, were, you know, talking off and on and, and throwing around ideas. And, you know, sure. we got into Bash again and we're just like, oh, well, let's just see what he thinks. So I messaged him on Facebook and said, hey, man, you ever think about running Bash? He goes, well, actually, yeah, I have. <laughs> so then, you know, that's kind of we were we were excited to have him come down and run with us how far of a drive is it for you guys about to blizzard bash uh to topeka it's it's right around four hours so it's not it's not terrible
0: sure and then obviously you guys you know put on a lot of your own shows so where do you run to not run your own shows or do you not run a lot during the summer
1: Yeah, so we – I actually – me and Jacob, so we have the promotion company. We don't get to run a lot. Uh, Kurt runs all of our shows, actually. But, um, yeah, so we – usually if we want to run, especially with the promoting game, we don't want – we don't like to run against the people that run our shows because then it just turns into – you know more drama than it's worth so i whenever i run or whenever he runs we like to we like to venture out you know two or three hours away and sure. even if it's county fair or something like that um we do run last year i say that then last year we we ran against a bunch of our buddies at our at a at a show that's you know 30 minutes away it's in california missouri but um but yeah we we ran the palmyra i think it was mother's day madness it was, uh, it was a. It was a. It was on one of those streaming services. I can't think of the name right now. Sure.
0: But, sure. But yeah, it was a good time too. Are you predominant in the compact center? Or do you ever good in the full size?
1: Yeah, we we tried full size. I want to say it was, I don't know, five or six years ago, um, and most. Hey, one thing about full size is they do not hurt near as bad as a compact does. And that's uh, true. But they're they're also a lot more money. And and back then we were just like, whoa, you know, we could we could put as much money in this and have a really, you know, really competitive mod compact instead of, you know, just a half half ass full size setup. So right. so we just went we just went all all into compacts at that point. But uh I think, I think, uh, we might be seeing some, some orange OMM cars in the full size
0: pretty soon. Sure. Sure. So, uh, tell me a little bit about your promotion. So that started from a young age, obviously. Did your, did your dad pass the promotion company down to you or did it kind of have a bit of a stall and then you started your own or?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a funny story. So dad, he, he ran it for, I want to say close to 10 years and, uh, he offered it up to to me and my brother. And just said, "Hey, you can just have this. You know, yeah. it's we built it up and and we're gonna sell out. We're tired of we're tired of running it, and uh, you guys can just have it." And and at that point, me and Jacob, we were both kind of hitting our prime. I want to say, you know, sure. we were winning a bunch of shows, and we're like, "No way!" You know, we we can make way more money running, <laughs> and uh, and and you know, we we likely did. But uh, so we passed on that opportunity and it, and he sold it to somebody and, and they did a pretty good job of running it. But, uh, you know, we just and we kept running, running with the guy that that uh, dad sold. And uh, and I think he he either got bored or, um, you know, became distant with with his promotion company. And he was kind of I don't want to say he was he was tearing it down, but he was to a point where you know, he needed some competition. So, sure. so we just, and we were at the point where we were like, you know, we've ran long enough. We, we really, we really, really know the ins and outs of this now. And, right. uh, it's time to, you know, kind of start making our name on the promotion, promotion business side. So, sure. so we, we started, I want to say it was five years ago, promoting like actually with lucky sevens.
0: Sure.
1: And, uh, and, and we're just, we're just continuing to build right now. I, I want to say next year we're going to throw our throw our, throw our hat in the ring for one of those national shows. Um, we're just not there yet, but uh but but we 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 are building it and uh I have no doubt we'll you know, we'll be one of the prominent names in in the promotion side as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Who else is in Missouri that you kind of got to compete with as far as promotions go? Well,
1: I mean it was Filthy Promotions. Um he he stepped down, but he was he actually ran the Mother's Day Madness show, and then, you know, there's like Rob Baker with R and R, and he's kind of all over the place. Um, he he got one, and then J and B Promotions, which is Gary Jones. That's actually who my dad sold to. He's still around running derbies, um, and then you know there's some there's some other promoters that are from outside of Missouri that run like the Southern Missouri shows. Sure. And uh, and domination motorsports actually came in. They ran Bowling Green for I don't know three or four years, but, but then they they left. So that was a Missouri show. But, okay. I mean, we're not really competing with any of these promoters. We we have, you know, we 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 are at the point where we're turning down shows. So you know, anytime that's that 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 we can you know steer them in the way of a you know, of of another promoter, that's great. I don't want to say we're, we're competing against anybody (laughs) because, you know, it's what right now it's just competing with ourselves and trying to try and do better than we did the last year.
0: Right. Right. And it takes an army. I mean, can't just do it with a couple guys. (laughs) I feel you there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, our guys are we had
1: 26 shows last year and 29 weekends i think they said so it was a a busy summer for us and our guys and our wives help out and and it takes you know it it takes a lot a lot of support to you know just the drivers following us around for that many shows and right and our and our crew guys which are also family members i mean they they are uh, you know they're a blessing who does all your tech for you well i mean uh so up until last year it was me and me and jacobs and one of my cousins okay and uh and this last year we actually brought in tommy stark which he's he's ran on the national side uh a blizzard bash like every year except for last year sure and uh he's actually my cousin so he, he's, he teched full size for us last year. And I think he's going to do that again. This, this coming up year. Actually just got off the phone with him before <laughs> I, before I hopped on here, we were finalizing uh, 2023 rules.
0: Okay. Yeah. We just put our rules out. Is that last week? Two weeks ago now? So yeah, that's, that's our biggest battle is finding head techs. And, you know, I can't do every class by myself and, uh, we do have a compact guy so that helps immensely but more and more cars show up you can't you can't do it all by yourself that's the problem right oh yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's it's a lot to do and it's it's
1: a lot of coordination i don't think people realize all of the behind the scenes work and you know even now even now you know we're, we're working on shows for next year and it's it's a big undertaking. It's, it's something that I didn't realize even, you know, being around it for as long as I have that, you know, dad was working on all this behind the scenes stuff. My mom was now my wife is and Jacob's wife is. So there's people don't realize it. It's an army.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the con going through the contracts or, you know, delegating roles and uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes and I'm sure you've had it. In our early years of starting, earlier years, you know, you we did some of the gentlemen's agreements. There was nothing on paper, so you show up with like the intention that you were only doing these few things, and then we were told, "Oh, I thought you were doing this or bringing this." And then, you know, and then you end up like finding a guy to do the announcing. Ah, just we've had that a few happen a few times too. So it people don't realize like when we're running at a show, we're like literally running. <laughs> right yeah
1: yeah i mean luckily we we've been around it uh and we've seen those things happen so Mm i i'm pretty good i think you know that's one of the things that we do a pretty good job at is just getting those contracts down and getting all the ducks in a row but uh you know even even then even then there's still those those hidden things that no one will ever think of till you're at the show and you're like wait I'm supposed to be doing that. I, I, I thought the you know, fair board
0: or whatever <laughs> right. Lions Club or whoever you're working with. So. All right. Do you guys get into some pretty big venues then or are they most like county fair venues?
1: Yeah so all of our venues up until this point is, is just county fairs sure. and uh, you know there's some like one-off shows that are just you know they're standalone shows so there's no Fair to prop them up, they're like lions clubs or something that that just wants an event at their yep. venue, yep so uh so yeah that's 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 where we've been for our first for our first few years, right we're working on an indoor show uh in the spring though that uh you know I don't wanna say too much now, but yep. I think it's I think you'll be hearing about it even up
0: in North Dakota, oh, I hope so, I hope you're right, I hope you're right, uh. I know of another indoor show that's happening i don't know when that news is coming out either which i think the whole country is going to hear about but uh i can't really say either
1: but uh in north dakota
0: no no it's quite a bit really far south from me okay so it's it would be southwest of me but uh yeah i mean people are stepping up there is some bigger promoters out there that are stepping up and doing some really big shows. I just, in the back of my head, I I still have the worry that it might take out County shows. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, we see that a lot at our shows, even, even for us running, it takes, you know, it it takes us three months to build a car to, to compete at a national level. So if you think, you know, that's, that's not taken away from a County fair, then, then I think, I think you're you're blinded a little, a little bit so
0: I, I um, agree and then you got people just now that there are so many big shows to travel to they just build for those and we don't they're they're from here but we don't even see them at our own shows which which hurts a little bit because in my my opinion is you could stay around our state because most of our shows pay really well and probably do just as good as going to a big show we'll it's very unlikely you're going to place most of the time,
1: right? Yeah, I mean that's that's something that really irritates me. Uh, not even as a just a promoter, but just as a derby guy, because you know there was a point. I think you know, I, and I remember this. Anytime I talk about derby, I just talk about you know where what are what are we all doing to. You know, further the sport, and where I started was at my county fair, and you know, we we run that now, and and I tell the drivers every time we we go to this, it's it's a, it's an Eldon, Missouri. Sure. You know, I go, hey, you know, I was I was a little kid sitting right over there in that section, and this is where you know my love really started for this sport, and I remember watching, you know, these legends, these you know these hometown legends of the show, yeah. of you know, they were my LeBron James for, for as you know, as long as I could remember. Yep. Um So it's you know, it's that's that's where you grow the sport, and 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 in, in my humble opinion, is those right. county fairs and just getting those local guys or girls, you know, just access to to see someone go out there and put on a show or show showcase a build. Um, you know, there's just it 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 hit, it hit it hit it hit it hits home sorry i'm getting i'm getting <laughs> stuttered up here it hits home whenever uh you know you see i even see it now but there's like you know there's people these kids put on a pedestal and and then they'll go run a show 2 hours away and it and it probably pays less just like you were saying whenever you, you talk about fuel and and hotels or or something like that, than just coming and putting on a show for for your hometown fans.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of the spectators come to see the home hometown guys. You know, they're right. friends of friends or whatever. So it's it's a shame. But uh, do you, do you see a lot of new drivers coming into the sport down in your area? Well, we. I'll
1: I'll tell you this. So for the last five or six years when we were running well actually prior to the five or six years when we were putting on shows we we ran against the same eight or nine cars uh, every year for about six or seven years um with hardly any any new blood to the sport um and and it really got us thinking like what is the barrier to entry you know why why are kids not getting involved and Right. You know, the old fashioned was, oh, you know, it's just video games or electronics or all this other. But I, I think it's, you know, I, I again, I think it's just a, a deeper issue of, you know. What's the stigma around, you know, a starter car? Like, right. is there a class? Do we have a class for someone to, you know, just pull a car off a street, knock the windows out and just get that, you know, that initial Whatever it is, whatever it yep. is, that initial
0: you know, ingrainment, whatever.
1: yeah. yeah, whatever's gonna could, like keep you connected to this sport uh, i I that and and then you know that's where one of our classes came. we just call it a gut and go class, but it's it's a class for beginners or even you know sure. someone that doesn't have a lot of money that can you know they can just come in and they can they can run a run a derby and be competitive with five hundred dollars or something like that
0: yeah that's kind of we tailored a van class kind of to that because we're getting more of the youth and seeing them in the vans Mm -hmm. so we're you know keep it at basically yeah gut and go style except we're making cages mandatory after some stuff last year but uh for the most part vans are like everywhere and 200 bucks will get you one and then the rest of your budget say if it's three hundred dollars you can pretty much have everything to build on. right
1: yeah we we actually just had our first uh a youth show so well a youth class and i guess it wasn't a youth show but sure. you know it was just for youth drivers where they can compete against it was 10 to 15 year olds and and we had eight or nine you know kids that, right. that were running and it was and we it we just made it free entry and we we reached out to some some parts suppliers, and we just wanted to you know if they won we wanted to give them parts so they could instead right. of going and spending money on an Xbox or an iPhone or something like that they would just you know reinvest it within the sport sure and uh and that was that was one of the funnest classes for us to watch all year is just those kids going out there and you know yeah. they were doing it for the right reasons and and their right. parents were riding with them so it it was
0: you know, it's, it's fun to watch for sure. Absolutely. Well, something I have, I guess, kind of a lot of, I don't know if a lot of questions, but a lot of interest is your guys figure eight. Um, I don't know much about it. You want to tell me a little bit about your figure eight stuff?
1: Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, uh, I don't, I know like in Michigan or some, some other like Northern States that there was some, uh, you know, there there's, they run figure eights there as well. And and they're pretty competitive and they run full size even, but around us, you know, I don't want to say my dad started it, but he's the one that really built it up, but it's, you know, it's four or six cylinder cars. Um, you get a radiator protector. So it's, um, you know, one or two pieces of square tubing in in front of the radiator in addition to the bumper, you know, it's, it's easy to put that stuff on. And then, There's, there's obviously, you know, more advanced builders that, that, that do more things with the cars, you know, even up until running, you know, cradles that can't be tied in and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just like what it looks like. It's an eight. So there's an, there's an intersection every corner and and there's a, you know, it's, it's, it's our bread and butter at Lucky Sevens is, is just having those figure eight events. Um, I'll tell this to to anyone that wants to listen is we have in in my opinion, you know, the best racing period. You know, when you think of NASCAR, when you think of your local circle tracks. Yeah. Um that's that's I don't think we're competing with derbies. Um I think, you know, it's more of a of a race than it is a derby. Sure. Um and and the the we have a different fan following even for for derbies and figure eights. So um but yeah we, uh, this last year we actually invested <laughs> a lot of money into a uh a uh accounting system so sure. it uh you know it automates the, the lap counting. We used to have yeah. you know human people eat at we used to have to find 16 to 20 people to watch right. one car and flip a piece of paper, and we used to have somebody watching all these papers flip and uh. And, and we we finally got to the point where we're just like, we, you know, that's one of the reasons why we started is hey, we want to automate this sure. accounting system. So, sure. so we've, you know, we took on that investment and, uh, and we're, we're, we've seen figure eight, you know, grow ex- exponentially with, uh, around us
0: yeah it's super cool i don't we don't have anything like it around here i mean we have circle track but that's not close in my opinion it doesn't seem like it so it's it is interesting because i've been around most every motorsport event but not that just due to the fact it's not around here so it's it's very interesting so when they go through the crossing i'm assuming they can hit each other or is that why they're kind of built up in the front yeah yeah Okay.
1: Yeah, we don't we don't have any kind of rules that say you know you have to hit them, but right. um we're running on derby tracks and we have our features are usually, uh anywhere from sixteen to twenty cars. So if you wow. put you know that many cars and, and they just go around you know like monster truck tires, sure so the tracks the tracks pretty tight um and and there's. You know, it's inevitable that that you're going to meet someone coming across the center, and they're thinking you're going to slow down. They're thinking, you know, they're going to floor it, and and both both people get their wires crossed, and there's a there's a you know there's a sure. collision. So the so, track's not like super big by any means. No, it it makes it extremely fun to watch. Yeah, um, I bet. yeah. I mean, if you. People go to to watch Circle Track and they just pray for a wreck. And this, you know, we have a wreck, you know, once every lap. So,
0: so yeah, it's, that's. So, do you got to stop the race every wreck, or is it just like a keep going type deal?
1: Oh no, we keep going. Yeah, we we stop it for rollovers and fires, but um, you know nothing else.
0: So it's a lap based a lap based event. So first person to finish, say ten laps. basically okay
1: yeah and we you know we we average 60 cars so we we usually have you know eight heats of 10 10 or nine or 10 cars and they run you know 10 laps and then there's four consies, and you know we take one or two out of those and then we have you know a feature where there's you know 16 to 20 cars and they're racing 16 laps and Sure. and it's uh you know a lot of times it's an endurance game, you know who can last the longest without getting spun out or, um, you know, trashing their car in the middle, and, and it's really inexpensive. That's that's the big draw around this is you know you can build a competitive figure eight car for like eight hundred dollars, and then we race every week just like circle track or. You know, it most of the times it's every week or every other weekend, just like the fair season. And we're paying, you know, $1,000 to win sure. and they're running $800 car that, and they can do that every weekend. So,
0: right. So they don't usually wreck too bad where their cars are. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They can just keep most going. of our guys can make it through a full season with two cars. Wow. Okay. So, so it's like the. I always say it's it's the rarest sport where you can actually make money, you know, without right. like in, in demolition derby, I don't think I'll ever make my money back. No. I just do it for, you know, the fun, the adrenaline, the yep, the camaraderie, and all this all all the things. But with figure eight, you can actually make money and there's a lot of people that, that do make money, you know, doing it. So So, so yeah. is your
0: insurance for that similar to like your derbies and stuff yep. like that? Yep. Really, huh? Yeah. It's really interesting just because it's something cheap and I don't know different. It'd be kind of cool to see around here. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. You know, there's a there's well now anyways.
1: We made it to where there's a big barrier of entries to to promoters because we had the automated thing. But if you right. want to do it around you guys, and the biggest hassle was just finding people to count these laps.
0: Um, well, we have we have a counter. Uh, well, we use it for like mud, uh, mud races and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm assuming it's the same thing. They go through basically two poles, and it's counting, uh, counting their whatever lap time or whatever.
1: Yeah, ours is similar. It it it's from the top, so it'll read down. Yep. And we have you know the transponders on the roof or something.
0: Yep. 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 Yeah. Similar. We had that motocross has the same thing too. Yep. Okay. Huh. Interesting. It was your following pretty big right away or was that something you've built from the ground up basically? Well, well, so that's, so my dad, my dad's the one that built that. And it
1: was, you know, it took some time for people to realize what was going on. But I mean, it was even then it seemed like, you know, it was nothing to have 30 or 40 cars And, and that maybe that doesn't seem like a lot, but for one class, and that those forty cars can take up you know a full show by themselves. Sure. um So and it, it, it takes time because you got to run heats and Conties and and the feature and then we usually have a powder puff race and a youth race. So you know there's there's these other you know kind of odds and end things that, that makes a full show of it. And uh and yeah,
0: people love it. And, it's super cool that you got a big following on it because around here, circle track is very big in our area, just mainly because it's one of the only, I mean, other than derbying, you know, we don't have a lot of motorsport venues around here. So it's circle track or derbying and the derbying's it's okay, but it's not big. Most Mm -hmm. of our drivers are seasoned vet drivers that travel out of state. So, you know, that's, it's always cool to find a different Avenue to try to get like new people into the sport I don't even care if, you know, these young kids get into derbying. being. It's just to see them get into some sort of motorsport, sure. some sort of hands-on, I don't know, something, you know, I, I got the opportunity to just because my, my family was kind of all, you know, wrenchers or gearheads or whatever. So Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's that's another, you know, entry to the sport or entry to that adrenaline that you talked about or whatever is going to link you to motorsports or these types of motorsports. And uh yeah, nah, 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 now we actually see, you know, some of our guys that have been figure eight for years, they see us derby and they want to derby with us or something. So they, you know, they're they're jumping in over to the derbies and they're doing both. So it's it's a cool thing to see. And it's uh there's a lot of similarities between figure eight and derby. And, and you'll you'll get, you know, a lot of the same drivers as well and yeah. a lot of the same drama, you know. And it's it's a little different because you know in a figure eight you hit somebody you know through an intersection and you you can kind of tell if it's intentional right well the next week you're gonna see that person you're gonna you're gonna get your
0: chance at revenge right right I I would assume you guys get the same amount of drama and politics at your shows that we do I think that's kind of a cross the board thing maybe not
1: yeah actually we are.
0: It's crazy, but
1: our figure eight guys—they're the best. They're the best. So they—they, they, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, hey, I know this guy, I'm gonna have to see him next week, so I'm not gonna throw throw a hissy fit or, or you know, whatever drama that may come about. Usually, right. the only the only drama that we see in figure eight is like the last two or three shows when they're like, all right, you know, I don't have to see this guy for. <laughs> Until March or something like that. Sure. Now I am going to start start complaining or, or you know getting out of my car and yelling at him or something. But sure, but yeah. In demolition derby, that's completely the opposite. And, you know, there is I don't care what what it is, what where you are at. Even at Blizzard Bash, it seems like there is drama yeah. for whatever reason. It's drama just follows demolition derby.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's course- always
1: the big car drivers from our area
0: that are the biggest babies. Yeah, I'm not going to say too much because I know some of mine listen. So, <laughs> but uh, it's oh, it's so unfortunate because that's hurting our whole sport. It really is. I mean, you you talk about no, not much drama in your figure eight, and you're growing. Mm-hmm. We got demolition derby and drama, and it's it's going slowly going down. Yeah, I
1: mean, there's there's it's a thin
0: line because some drama mm-hmm. is good. Um, wow it it can creates that competitiveness but like right there's definitely yeah it's a fine line yeah so what i we talk about you know good and bad drama as well it's you know the good drama
1: even though it it may not seem like it at the time is you know the guy on the track flipping the bird or or yelling at somebody like sometimes that could be good because it gives you know publicity gets people motivated you want to see those rivalries but then if you take it to social media and and you know yeah no one wants to go to a place where and watch it watch something to where they can put their kids in a situation where they have to cover their eyes or their ears or exactly or something like that so yeah it's there's yeah drama drama is is a difficult line to toe i think
0: yeah it's and it's crazy what sometimes the drama that the crowd loves, you know, cause as you know, we're not only trying to please the drivers, we got to please the crowd. Cause we want them back a couple of years right. ago. We had, we had drivers get out and throw helmets. And then like their fan base and the crowd was fighting and whatever, you know, the, that general crowd, not the Derby crowd ate it up. Right. Loved it. You know, I ran yeah. up to the cop was like, hey, go break that up now. And the cop's like, I thought that's what's supposed to happen at Derby's. I was like, no, not at all. And, uh, you know, show is over, day, week goes by, and we talk to the venue, you know, that we did it at. And they're like, we loved that. Like the town loved it. I was like, boy, you might have loved it, but I was super stressed out the whole time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 As a promoter, it it
1: gives you like a whole different perspective on things. But, Yeah, I mean, as as a fan, fans love that, and it. it, You said it happened last year, two years ago, two years ago, two years ago. So I bet I bet your attendance at that show was pretty high this year. You know, just as far as fans go.
0: Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, it was first year was around because that was the first year ever in that at that venue was, I don't know, around six hundred, and I think we had around eight hundred people this year. So, for a pretty small venue, that's pretty pretty good chunk of people right so yeah it's it's crazy what the people like but the people do like to see that kind of stuff (laughs) yeah but yeah
1: i agree it you know the drivers it it can sometimes get discouraging for them you know they, they put a bunch of time into a car just to get you know yelled at or fingers pointed at for no reason or right you know there's just a lot of times there's a there's a better way of communicating differences than than our
0: our drivers show right, so your uh your unannounced indoor show you don't have to tell me too much, but uh is that gonna be in twenty twenty three
1: that's the plan that's yeah. the plan, and are, honestly, are you working we, with
0: other promoters or are you gonna try to do it all by yourself
1: i'm gonna we're gonna try it by ourselves, so we wanna well, I'll just give you a little bit of details um so we love the team format obviously yeah. you know we run blizzard bash um but the biggest the biggest drawback for us um is just the politics like yeah, me I'm, as a driver i will not talk to another team i will not do any of that like hey we're in it with ourselves and, and we even had other missouri teams out there who were just like guys, you know we just like we won't hit you obviously but i don't I, we're not playing the the politics or the totem bowl game right um and I think I think a lot of that probably played into to our, you know, why our performance at Blizzard Bash. But there's just so much politics, even in even in the national side and the qualifying side. Um, if you don't have numbers on your side, so what we want to do is, and, and we have the format for it. We actually have it all planned out. We just we were too late for the game to have it in 2022. Sure. Um, but we we figured out a format that's going to work um, to have a head to head. All the way all the way through um sure. and even have a concy that that they can work back into the uh, third place that pays pretty good sure um we also we're also trying out a, a team figure eight um that's going to wow. be the plan where you know you have four team members on a figure eight against you know another another
0: four so cool so it'll be
1: it'll be fun we're excited about it but uh we were just too late late in the game to have it
0: have it this year so there's a lot of exciting news coming out of lucky sevens and in 2023 that's the plan
1: that's the plan
0: oh that's good 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 to see everyone grow for sure
1: yeah i mean we we tried our first i want to say you know bigger show on the figure eight side this last year so we had a a, a 28 car 28 lap feature we had a a driver that was um he was in and out of our of our sport, but he was always around the track. And he and he was always in and out of the car, I wanna say. He he sure. wasn't a consistent driver, but man, he was always such in good spirits and he was like one of those staples that you see at every every show. Yep. He passed away and his number was twenty-eight. So we had like a memorial show for him.
0: so sure, we right. had a
1: a twenty-eight lap, twenty-eight um car, twenty eight hundred dollars to win show that's and that cool. was you know that's the biggest thing that, that uh that the figure eight sport has seen you know right.
0: around us so so that was pretty cool to be a part of super cool super cool and uh your podcasts how's are you still filming still doing still yeah doing? yeah it's
1: it's not my podcast so actually mean so me it? me and jacob we run lucky sevens and okay. our brother we have, I have three brothers. So, okay. Okay. One of my other brothers, he's the announcer for lucky sevens. Okay. He has, he runs a YouTube channel and then this podcast now. Okay. uh, He's he's really found his niche in that. And uh, that podcast is it's crashed it. Um, Okay. I think it's just a crashed it podcast.
0: Yeah. I think uh, I've seen it. I mean, I've come across it. I mean, I just, I've seen your face on it a lot. I just, kind of right. put your face as possibly a, the in ahead of it sure no
1: no i'm not i'm not the head but i'm i'm on there a bunch talking about lucky <laughs> sevens or we're talking about omm or, or sure. something like that but uh but yeah he's 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 really he's like this historian like he that's all he does is watch youtube videos of derbies like he can tell you you know who won in North Carolina last year at some random show? I'm sure, <laughs> and uh, and that's why he wanted to start the podcast is to just kind of talk about derbies across the nation. And then, like, I think we kind of stuck our nose in in something something of his and and made it like ours. Sure. And now now we have to talk about our stuff. But uh, sure. no,
0: he he's really good at it. So sure. Yeah, it's I mean, a- yeah, within the last what month i've seen a couple different ones start up. so it's cool to see it gives yes. uh hopefully it brings more uh outside attention to our world right yeah it, it was
1: <laughs> it was always funny for me and me and jacob who who run lucky sevens whenever he said hey i'm gonna make a podcast and we're like yeah, i don't <laughs> think we're there yet but uh right. he's pretty determined so uh yeah, and i think i what, from what he says, I think we have probably like three or four listeners, but from what <laughs> he says, it, it gets, you know, there's some, there's a lot of people that, that listen to it or whatever,
0: but good. good I deal. have my
1: doubts anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. We, we've definitely seen more attention towards our stuff with the podcast, just cause I think it's another way for people to hear the news about what's going on. Yeah. Um, so that in that aspect, it's helped. Can't sure. say that like all all of our drivers are like listening every time, which I know. Right. Everyone, so. Yeah. Well, our drivers do listen to ours,
1: and it's that's one of the reasons we were kind of like second guessing it because we we're like, okay, we're gonna get drivers on, and we interview them, like you yep. know, the the right at the night after a show, like what are these guys gonna say to get someone else fired up or something like that. <laughs> right and then you know we get some of that drama on the track that we don't want to see as promoters <laughs> right look that's luckily
0: not happened yet but uh it's one of our worries yeah yeah i i don't even want to say it but for the most part our drama has been fairly good it's yeah mostly track based where you know friends against friends or mm-hmm. not friends against friends against enemies type deal um or at tech but you know tech hasn't been horrible so it's i don't know it's hard to explain we see it but it's more out on the track where this group hates this group tech deal i don't know Our that's basically the only drama i see around here well that's that's see that stuff is healthy in my opinion uh for the most part i mean
1: you get people motivated and then Hey, you know the enemy team just picked on my my buddy. Now I need to build a car to to you know take it give it back to him or whatever. Which right you know, that helps build, I think. Right, you yeah. know, but that's again. There's there's a line that you'll get to, or that that'll get to where it's it's not yeah. healthy anymore.
0: Yeah, for sure. Worry, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's always on the back of my mind cause I. I just don't want to see it. You know, one bad move could crumble everything <laughs> as you know. Oh, right. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Oh. Well, I don't want to keep you very long on a holiday weekend. Um, That's kind of what I had for you. I don't know if there's anything you got for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much, but if you need help, you know, you seemed a little interested in the figure eight, if you need help trying yeah. to set something up, sure. Um, you know, I'm always open to answer any questions. Uh, We'll we'll get you something set up if if you want to try it out or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I wrote a bunch of notes on it because it, it is interesting. So this year, well, is next year, but this year we were planning. uh There's like a ski, a small ski. I don't know if you can even call it a mountain, a hill nearby where we're at. so yeah. we were gonna do snowmobile drag races up the hill this winter. Mm-hmm. At whatever. There was some contract disputes and whatever it might happen next year is one of those things where it didn't get put in early enough. Kind of like you said, so yeah, gotcha. there would have been one party not getting money. <laughs> Mainly oh. what it comes down to in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Well, that's important. So,
0: but yeah, so I, uh, I hope to see something like that. It's just starting different things, different avenues. Um, obviously we get the snow that you probably don't get. So that's a little, something a little different we can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I am yeah, interested in those ice races eight. and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. But the figure eight is for sure interesting. You said I got some notes written down and maybe some follow-up uh, questions between you and I.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, we're willing to help in any any way we can. Uh, anything to – like we're talking about, you know, having a national figure eight championship, and, and I think that's one of the things that we struggle against is – you know, like it's you. just not not a, not diverse enough across the country. Kind of like demolition derby is. Any state you go to has derby, but not every state has you know figure eight or something like that. So, sure, it would be cool to pull cool to get some more drivers and and maybe maybe in years down the road be able to pull pull some north North Dakota drivers down. So
0: Right. yeah. I have to look up exactly how far we are uh as far from you guys, but. Or even what, like the middle grounds, something like that would be.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we might be making a trip to, I think it's South Dakota, or <laughs> whatever that is. The new yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everyone's um, kind of talking about it. Yeah. We're mulling it over, I think. Jacob. Jacob's pretty excited, but just ready to try something different, or has there been too much going on at, uh, the other show that you are currently running or
1: well, whenever we started at, at Blizzard bash, um, you know, Sam was running it. And right. We, we really liked the format. Um, and just the way that we were, we were treated. Um, sure. And that's not saying anything against smash it that, you know, they're not doing anything bad, but I mean, the show has been the same since, since we started, um, except, right with the addition that they actually added teams, which made it, you know, more politics. I think whenever we started, there was just eight teams. Now there's 14. So there's five teams in the feature the year we won. And then there was nine teams in the feature this year. Right. Which uh, it's just, you know, there's just not enough room on that track in my opinion for nine compact teams. Right. like when if you were watching, you know the the feature, there was yep. there was nowhere to go. Um, we had a plan, it obviously didn't work, but we wanted to to start on you know one end of the track. There was just no room, and we were too late to get there. Right, kind of left us in the middle, as you know, with not a lot of friends. So,
0: well, even down to the last two and three cars in the compact feature, they had to weasel around cars the whole time. Right. Right. Just, there was so many dead cars. And, and actually at one point, almost half of the track they couldn't use cause it was barricaded off by cars. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I think, you know, we, we brought this to their attention, you know, just lower the class or even, you know, have us go another day. We're already down here, you know, just have us go in the morning every day and we'll follow the same, you right. know, structure you have national teams. And I just, we think there's different ways to do things and it's not saying anything against them. Um, Tim has, has always been super respectful to us and, and the of people can say what they want about tech or they can get mad about whatever went down. But, um, right. you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, calls were made that, that were right and some were wrong, but, you know, as long as you're being respectful and, and you have, you know, a, You know, some kind of defined line of, I don't know, like morality or something like that, where, you know, you're not crossing, uh, I, I I think
0: that all just goes into, into it. Sure. Well, if you do make it to South Dakota, you're getting pretty close to our territory. I mean, I can't say I'm running or anything, but I know I'll be there. Just don't know about (laughs) running. It's, uh it's you know it's going to be one of those shows if you're not clicking fast enough you're not going to get in
1: well we whenever we signed up at blizzard bash so uh we usually have you know like you talked about we we got a big fan crowd so we we usually have 20 or 30 people trying to get us a spot which is you know i don't know if that helps our odds or
0: hurts them but uh Right. That's just our strategy and it seems to have worked out. What happens if multiple people get a spot or has that never happened?
1: Yeah, it actually happened this year. Uh, we were, we were actually coming back from Bristol, Tennessee. Um, and it was all of my brothers and my dad. And then we had um, the women at home. They were trying to get us spots and a couple of our buddies. And we had two spots. We got two spots for OMM and uh, actually It was my brother and then my other brother, both had spots in the car. Sure. Like, what do we do? What do we do? And we were going to, I, I wanted him to just keep it and try and sell it or, you know, put one of our buddies in, but he just backed out of it.
0: I think Sam's format is going to have 12 teams. Yeah.
1: And again, it's that AB format where there's going to be, you know, seven teams in the future, which it beats nine, but right Uh, there's a way to get out of politics and i'm not sure why i'm not sure why no one is doing it so we're gonna
0: try it (laughs) right right cool well i appreciate you coming on i hope you have a good weekend
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and like i said if you ever need anything or um just feel free to to reach out and uh we'll, we'll try and help each other out for sure. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. I hope you have a a good Christmas and get a bunch of family time in and, uh, maybe talk a little derby.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thanks again. And, uh, we will talk soon.